Well, hey there, welcome. This week, I want to talk a little bit about communication skills because we've been talking about the importance of relationship building and communication is a key component of that, isn't it? And before you tune me out, I know a lot of people think this is really basic and take it for granted, but trust me, there are some important ingredients that are easily overlooked. And think about all of the times in your life or observing other people's interactions, you've seen problems from miscommunication, misconnects. It's really easy for it to happen. Or the other person just kind of shutting down because they don't want to hear what that other person has to say. So stick with me because I have some pretty easy tips for you to implement. Welcome to The Inspired Way, the podcast and leaders community for heart-centered women with a big vision and drive to make a difference in the world. This podcast is for you if you're ready to create rapid results and flow in your life, business, or career. I'm your host, CJ Rivard, with over 25 years in executive leadership. I bring practical business and leadership advice combined with personal growth strategies, energy alignment, and manifestation techniques to help conscious female leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs live their most expansive and abundant life. Join us weekly for actionable tips and insights from myself and the brilliant guest experts I interview to help you create aligned success. Visit theinspiredwave.com for more free resources and information. Now is the perfect time for you to take aligned action toward living your soul's purpose. And I'm so excited you're here. So as we've discussed, relationships really are the foundation for our success, both in business and in life. And frequently, we don't give them a lot of thought. I don't think that in business development and training programs, there's enough focus on relationship building. We tend to focus on the tech and the nuts and bolts skills of job performance. But how we interact with others is key to our success or our failure. So being a powerful, persuasive communicator is going to be a prerequisite for being an effective leader. Because remember, one of the definitions of leadership is influence. And in order to influence, we have to be able to persuade others. Persuasion is the ability to make something powerfully convincing. So first of all, and we've touched on this before, before anything comes out of your mouth, any type of communication, I mean, any words, you are communicating through your energy. And we definitely don't give this enough recognition or focus. But when you show up in a high vibrational state, people are going to be drawn to you. You're more magnetic and they're going to lean in and listen versus being in a lower vibration state and you repel people. So definitely 
before you even start to try and communicate, you're already communicating. People can sense your energy and it will either attract or repel them. So the other question I have for you is how often do you think about and go about attempting to create rapport with people? So I know you've heard of rapport, but do you are you intentional in creating it? You don't have to be if it's someone you already know well and you get along with well, you have rapport. But if it's someone new, do you ever think about that? And could you? I mentor John Maxwell, who is the number one internationally recognized leadership expert. He's written a lot of books. And one of them, I just love this title. It's a book on communication. And it's called Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. Think about that for a minute. Few Connect. It's true. We all talk at ourselves or at other people or whatever. We talk. We write. But if we're not connecting with that other person or, you know, our target audience, we're not communicating. Again, think about all of the times when misunderstandings happen. There's been a misfire there. There's a lack of connection on one or both parties. It's not a one-way street. Obviously, communication takes two And it can happen on either end and frequently happens on both ends where there's a breakdown in communication and misunderstandings happen. So you can be talking, but if your words aren't landing and being understood, you're not going to accomplish anything. So another point that John goes on to make in that book is that Communication depends on the emotional context that the message is being heard in rather than the words that are being used. So, or more than the words being used. So, think about that. What is that person, if you're trying to communicate with an individual, what is their overall emotion? That's part of emotional intelligence. If you're able to pick up on that, what are their, what's their emotional stance in that moment? And how do they feel about you? Have you built rapport? Do they trust you? Are they going to be open to receiving your words and your ideas? Are they going to be closed because they think you're full of it? (laughs) This idea of creating rapport. If you've got something that you want to, something important that you're trying to communicate, shouldn't be taken lightly. It's important. So one definition of rapport is a friendly, harmonious relationship, especially a relationship that's characterized by agreement, mutual understanding or empathy that makes communication possible or easier. And that really is what rapport does. We, we're in sync when we're in rapport. So one of the best things you can do if you would like to improve your communication skills is be proactive. Think about it often. And one of the most overlooked areas 
is listening. It sounds so simple, but it's not easy. But being an active listener is one of the absolute best things we can do to improve our communication. And this involves being really genuinely interested in the other person. Again, you can't fake it because they're going to sense your energy. To really be interested, listen and ask good questions to improve your understanding of them. And they will understand and remember and appreciate you doing this because everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be understood and feel like they're valued. So for you to lean in and be interested and ask questions because you're interested is a great way to open up the door of communication with them and have them be open then to hearing from you. Another great John Maxwell quote that applies here is one that says, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Think about it. And that is developing rapport and developing trust, which is another really huge component of leadership. Another thing that people do typically is try and find commonalities to bond over. Now, you definitely want to stay away from anything potentially confrontational like religion or politics or anything else at the office that people get wound up about. Try and stay away from that. Something safe might be recreational activities, but try and find something. Maybe it's, you know, a love of travel or different places you've been to. Something that you can develop a little rapport and understanding over and they'll remember you better and you know you'll remember them you have this thing in common it really helps but only some people like to do that there are people who don't want to get bogged down in the idle chit chat and you want to kind of read the situation and be aware of that the big thing when it comes to communicating big thing and a basic reason that a lot of communication fails is that the majority of our communication is not the words we choose to use. Only 7% of our communication are our words. So everything else goes into play. Your body language, you know, are you open or shut? Or, you know, do you seem approachable? Your facial expressions, boy, you know, unless you're a really good actress, uh, your facial expressions will speak volumes or could. And your tone of voice and the way, you know, your inflections, what you do with those words. I'll give you a quick example. Let's say your mother-in-law just brought you a meal and it's something you don't particularly like, or maybe you do, but you look at it and you say, oh, I like that. She might wonder 
if you really mean it or not. Or you could look at it and say, oh, I like that. And then she's going to feel really good because she knows it landed and you're going to enjoy the meal she prepared for you. So our, not just our words, but the way we use our words is really powerful. And I know you know this, but frequently we don't think about it. And this is why, you know, if you're communicating in the online space, video is such a powerful tool because, you know, just writing something out, you're missing a lot of the nuances from when you're communicating with someone face to face or, you know, on video. So you can see all the different body language and such. And the last thing I wanted to share, and I'm just going to touch on this briefly because it's a pretty big topic, but I am a DISC behavioral consultant. And this is, DISC is a framework for understanding people's behavior and communication styles. And it's a very popular framework that I love using because it's so simple. Because there's only four styles you have to remember and put to work for you. So I'm going to give you a super quick overview and suggest how, depending on the person's style, you would want to adapt your communication so that it will go more smoothly with them and you'll stay in rapport. It's a really powerful technique. So DISC, there's four styles. D-I-S-C are the styles and how we refer to them. And the first one, the D style, is known as dominant or a driver behavioral style. And these people, we all know some, they're typically leaders. They love to be in control. They're very assertive, decisive, fast-moving, and results-oriented. So think about this. If you're dealing with someone like this, how do they want to receive information? Without a lot of idle chit-chat, probably, because they want the bottom line. You know, if you're communicating an idea, they don't want to hear all about the process and how you're going to get there. They just want the final results that you're going to produce. Remember that, especially, you know, dealing with prospects. That's really helpful to know. They want the bottom line and they want you to honor their time and not take them down, you know, the windy road to get them to the result that you're trying to communicate. The next personality and communication style is known as an I. This is an influencer or an inspiring behavioral style. And these people are super friendly and talkative, really outgoing personality styles. They walk in the room and they want to meet everyone and they want to talk to everyone. A lot of fun. They're also big picture thinkers, very creative, innovative, and yeah, fast acting. So when you're communicating with someone like this, You don't want to get them bogged down in details. You want to stay with the big picture flow and you want to give them time to express their ideas and opinions because they like to do that. So it can't just be you talking and you don't want to overwhelm them with the data. 
Now, the S personality style, this is a majority of the population, actually. It's an amazing style to have on your team. They are fabulous, good listeners, and team players. They're very loyal, and they love security. So if you're working with an S, you want to be very intentional in the way you're communicating with your tone of voice and your approach. Now, especially if you're a D or an I, you don't want to overwhelm them. You want to watch your tone of voice, be very friendly and even keeled and non-confrontational. They hate conflict. So if it seems like there's going to be conflict, you're going to shut them down and they're not going to hear what you have to say. Does that make sense? And then the last style is a C, which stands for correct or compliant style. And this is, they're all, all of these styles have real benefits to a team. So you want to have teams that have all of these styles, but when they're interacting with each other, there can be misunderstandings, as you can see in this description. So a C is very detailed and analytical. They love gathering facts and then analyzing it. And they're rule followers and they love precision. They want everything to be perfect. They value perfection. So someone who's a C, you don't want to rush and you want to make sure you give them all the facts and data available. And then you want to give them time to analyze it. Like, don't push them for a quick decision. That will get an immediate pushback and resistance. Yeah. So you can see where listening to this description, if someone is a C and you blow into the room as a D, trying to like get through something quickly, get to the bottom line, and they want to like, whoa, slow down. Let me just like dig into these numbers and analyze this for a minute. That's a great skill to have. And those personality styles complement each other. But when they're not aware of the other person's communication style, they can drive each other nuts. So this is why awareness is key and intentionality in how you approach people and modifying how you approach people based on your understanding of what their needs are. That is an effective leader. It's not all about you. And if you want to lead people to an end result, you need to persuade and influence and get them to want to work with you. And you can, you know, part of that is adapting how you approach them in your communication style. So can you tell I love talking about this? But I think that's enough for today. If you are interested in learning more about DISC, I love talking DISC. Reach out to me. We can talk about doing an assessment for you or your team. I also do emotional intelligence assessments with these. And it's just a great tool, not just to build self-awareness, but also your awareness of others and how you can work together more effectively and communicate more effectively. So I hope you had some ahas from that. Come into the Facebook group and let me know what you think. And if you have any questions, I'd love to talk to you. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you make it an amazing day. Take care. 
Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider taking a quick minute to leave us a five-star review. It would go a long way toward others finding us. Make it a great day.